Well, hello there and welcome to another exciting edition of your favorite all-female talk show talking about Sister Sister on City TV and 97.3 City FM. My name is Jessica and today I'm in a mask. I will tell you why I opted to wear a mask for the show today. But I hope that you're still saying staying safe, of course, um, washing your hands under running water for at least 20 seconds with soap and uh, also sanitizing where there's no water available. Plus, if you're out in public, then you want to be wearing your mask for added protection. Now, um, coming up in the show today, and I'm probably going to be doing this a lot. <laughs> but coming up in the show today, um, we'll be talking about some very interesting scenarios, um, emails that we've received as usual in our DM as well on Facebook. How true is it that love can possibly develop after marriage? And how do you truly move on from a broken relationship? These are some of the topics we'll be talking about tonight on the show. We've got a special guest joining us as well. Sister Sister is going to be full of surprises, so definitely stay tuned. When we come back, I introduced all my guests on the show today. Don't go anywhere. So like I said, live on City FM, live on City TV as well. This is Sister Sister with me, Jessica. We're also live on DSTV channel 363 and GoTV channel 182. Tonight, there are various ways that you can interact with us. You can send a quick email to jessica at cityfmonline.com. You can send a text via WhatsApp or a WhatsApp to 054-998-6996. And you can also like our Facebook page. Just go to Sister Sister Live on Facebook, like the page, send a message into our DMs, and interact with us. Our page is really vibrant. Tonight, I've managed to get one of my sisters in the studio with me for the first time since the lockdown, and uh, she's none other than my sister-in-law, <laughs> Tina. Good to see you. How are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm great. Chale, um, you, you've been hiding from me. Or? I miss you too much, so I had to, you know, break the protocol and see you. So that's why we're wearing our masks today. And Social distancing. I know. <laughs> Have you used your sanitizer yet? I, let me use it again. <laughs> again. Again. I'm yeah. so excited. At least I'm not going to be lonely in the I studio know. today. So. I missed you too much. How are you getting on? I'm all right. And you look beautiful, Thank even you. though you're wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Good to see you. Um, okay. So let's also go straight to um, our virtual guests. And I've got Olivia in the house today. Hi, Livy. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. I'm jealous. It's just you and Tina there. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. But well, it's good to see you. I hope the Lecoussons are doing well. Everyone is fine, thank you. Everyone is fine, thank you. How are you guys too? I can tell you're doing great. Yeah, hanging in here. Can't complain. We also have, as you guys can already see, a special guest actor, Van Vicker. Joseph Van Vicker, it's been a minute. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> I'm all right. I'm all right. How's the lockdown treating you and the family? We are locked down. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, I like that. It, it can get a little boring, especially with the kids being at home. Mm. Uh, they wish they could go there, go somewhere, go here and there. But uh, we just, I just try to entertain them. There's so many things to do anyway. I, I, I think they're just bored for no reason. Mm. There are too many things you can find doing at home if you really look for them. You can never be bored at home. I guess Worst so. case scenario, sleep. Just sleep. <laughs> You'll get some rest, right? I mean, yeah, you, you travel yeah, yeah. around the world uh, to, to, to shoot your movies and stuff, so I guess this time is actually good for you. Charlie, uh, the film pass. <laughs> That's good to know. That's good to know. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Sister Sister. Maybe just for you, we'll call it Sister Brother tonight. <laughs> but it's all good. Um, so let's, let's get right into action. I'm going to start with the first story, as always. And remember, guys, your WhatsApp messages are welcome on 054-998-6996. So here's how the first story goes. It says, sisters, I'm in a dilemma right now, and I don't know what to do. A friend of mine recently proposed to me, and this is my confusion. I've known him for about eight years now. He's a good man. God-fearing, responsible, with a good job. 
The main problem is that I'm not attracted to him, meaning I don't feel any connection between us. I've tried to get this spark by initiating some kisses and touches here and there, but it seems not to work and I don't want the real deal, as in sex before marriage. I've sought counseling from pastors and friends concerning this, but they all seem to be singing the same song, that love is going to develop when we get married and start having sex. My question is, if it didn't develop after all these years, how different will things be after we get married? What do I do? I wish I could try, but this marriage, which is for better or worse and not dating, isn't something I want to risk. My family likes him and they think I'm being shallow, wasting my time and allowing a good man to slip through my fingers. Sisters, I think attraction is a very important tool for intimacy and any relation, in any relationship. And honestly, I'm afraid I may not be able to treat him right after marriage. How do I tell him I'm not attracted to him? One, I'm 30 and I really want to get married. Besides, he's the only serious suitor I have now as well. Will the love develop over time? I'm confused. Please advise a sister. Thank you very much. Okay, so I think it's only fair that I start in the studio where Tina is here. Pick your initial thoughts on this particular um, scenario. If this lady were, say, your sister about to get into a relationship with a man she does not love, mm. what would you say to her? Okay, so I would say you should you should just backtrack a bit and hold on because attraction is key. Um, if you've tried all the things that supposedly should um, bring your 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 desire into into being and it's still not there then it means that um, something is missing and if that ingredient called attraction is not there it will be difficult in the marriage um, so this is what I think you have done in the past you've been encouraging something that is not there and leading the gentleman on so even though you're not feeling it, you weren't giving him constant feedback that, oh, you know what, I still don't feel um, this kind of, um, I, I don't feel like our friendship is moving to the next level, which is like see courtship or something. So he is there catching feelings where, you know, there are no feelings. Mm -hmm. And when, when, when it happens that way, it's one-sided, and you are also not giving him feedback. So in his head, he's in cloud nine, and you are there thinking, mm, there's nothing there. Um, when there's attraction and maybe things like other things which you can ignore um, are there, and people are telling you that, don't worry, when you get into marriage, you know, it will all clear out, you learn to love the person, etc. That's fine. But things you can't ignore, you cannot enter into marriage with. Mm. If, if, if so, you for know. instance, you're saying if, let's say, he had bad breath, yes. and it was really a big deal for yes. you, even if you loved him, would that be a problem later on? Um, yes. Mm. So if, if he had bad breath and you, you can't get past that bad breath, we will say I will say don't go ahead but if it's something that you can get past you can encourage him to get like a, dent a dentist appointment and get it sorted out and then yeah then it means okay it's not it's not a deal breaker mm. you know but if attraction is a big deal to you and if tomorrow you, the attraction is not there and you can't get past it to have intimate uh, um, sorry, um, yes mm. with him then it means that it's a deal breaker and you can't enter into marriage with such things in your head. Mm. So yes, um, you're asking how you should say it. I think you should have like a proper conversation, sit down. I always say that it, how you put it matters, you know? Don't make him feel like, um, you know, uh, you've been dragging the whole situation or leading him on for all these years. Let him know that you've been putting in your 100%, but you still don't feel it. Mm. You've tried all these years. So it means that you've made the effort, but you're not getting there. So you don't want to put this into like finality and then the marriage doesn't work. Right. You know, so I, I think that's what you should do. Even though 
um, after marriage, when you're dealing with a person, you know, you can you can develop a deeper love for the person, and then some of the things will go away. But it's, it's marriage is too an, a, too important a thing to joke with when you can't get past something. So attraction should definitely definitely be existent. Yeah. Okay, attraction is definitely important, says uh, Tina. Olivia, what are your thoughts on this one? Should this lady go ahead? And if not, how does she break it off? Wow. For me, this one is a gamble. It's a really, really big gamble. I would have said that, I would say that, I mean, had it been back in the day, our grandmothers and our great-grandmothers' time whereby people are, are, are usually forced to be together and told that, you know, you will grow in love. You know, they, at the time, they made it work because of the scenario. I mean... The men will go to work and then, you know, the woman was seen as a mother figure to take care of the kids. So at the end of the day, it's more of a, of, of a service as a woman, as a mother or a duty. So, I mean, but this was back then. But, I mean, fast forward. It's 2020. It's a, it's a digital world. Stuff is happening. Um, yes, it's the, there's, there's a bit of an item of truth when you talk about love growing. But the thing is, are the basic things there to make the love grow? You see, you might, you might be pushed into marrying somebody, right? But the thing is, you should be able to look at their face and go like, okay, you're not, you know, Brad Pitt handsome or which, 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 um, who is like a, <laughs> a very Alba. hot guy? Yeah. Idris Elba. Idris Alba, <laughs> exactly. You're not Idris Alba kind of hot, you see, but at the <laughs> end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> or kind of hot, or even my husband kind of hot. <laughs> but, but you see, at the end of the day, your face is good or beautiful enough or or presentable enough for me to want to wake up every morning and at least look at your face. Do you see what I mean? Like little, little things. It shouldn't be 100%, but at least if it's like some 20% and you can manage, okay. But here's the case whereby you have no attraction for this guy. You see, and, and for me, it's, it's a no-no. This is my personal humble opinion, okay? You can't, you've tried and tried. It's, it's been eight years. Sister, like... I mean, you think the next 50 years, I don't know, is gonna help? Like, it's either the love or the attraction is there, or it's not. Because as time grows on here, the fact that you're not attracted to him, like there's lots of things that he'll do that will put you off. Because you'll be on the same roof with him 24-7. Um, you will see him back, you'll see him like... I don't know. And then when you're cooking for him, and then you know how sometimes when men get comfortable after getting married, and then they put on weight, and then you're like, oh, babe, Charlie, I think you need to lose weight. And they're like, oh, Charlie. <laughs> or they leave their face unkempt. Like, they, they, they tend to get easy in their relationship, and it's like, in their marriages, and they feel like, oh, at the end of the day, you know, we are married, I love you. So for me, I think it gets tougher over time. You know, but if the foundation is right and the foundation is good, the friendship, the bond, the love, you see, it, it makes it a bit easier to look past setting things and enjoy your marriage. Mm. So for me, you see, your mother can tell you all she wants, pastors, counseling, you can do counseling all your life. But sister, Tally, the way I'm seeing things, it, it's the, the the foundation is not right. It will be it will be a very very wrong step to take. Plus, yes, I can understand. You you mentioned the fact that you're you're turning thirty, but Charlie, sweetheart, hmm? it is better to make the right decision or to find that person that you feel head over heels about. You know, and be happy in whatever relationship you are in, whatever marriage you're in, than to be lukewarm or than, than, than to force yourself into believing that you love somebody when you actually don't. It is better for you to have love than to, than to not have love at all because, Chale, you, you just might end up regretting. Hmm. It's, it's, it's a long haul. Marriage is not, it's not you know, easy. So please try and, and make the right decision. Don't let pressure, don't let them pressurize you into marrying him. It is what it is. Take your time. You'll find that person that you you have no doubt. And on the day that you're saying I do, you will be happy and you'll be fulfilled that you're saying I do. 
Right. Okay, let, let me come in. Let me bring Van Vicker in. I mean, you've been married for several years, as far back as I can remember. Um, you know, what would you say? I mean, should someone go into a marriage when they cannot feel that physical attraction for their partner? Um, Jess, I'm not even sure what I'm doing on this show because <laughs> Tina and Olivia, they seem to be so much of an expert. I'm not even sure what I'm going to say will make a difference. <laughs> if I'll even make any impact. You know, but um, interestingly, I'm, I'm curious to know from this lady, how has she been able to hold on for eight years now? Mm. I mean, I can't really fathom how because I believe, I believe love is about chemistry is about attraction uh and and i'm not oblivious that uh it will grow over time i agree it can grow over time but in this situation you have not stepped into the marriage yet and if you have been holding on for eight years and you still have not felt that attraction then there is something wrong mm -hmm. There is absolutely something wrong somewhere. I'm not sure. Maybe the lady has to also go through some reorientation. Mm. Question will be, what is it that is not attracting her to this man? What is it? Does she know it? Or perhaps she doesn't know what it is. It's just that she's just not attracted to him. And if she's not, then I will not go with what the pastors are saying. I will not go with what her parents are saying. I mean, from what she said, I like the guy myself. Uh, gentle and what have you, and yada, 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 all the nine yards, good stuff. <laughs> but I cannot imagine if my daughter came to me and told me that this guy is all that, but I'm not attracted to him. I would tell her, hey, walk the other way. <laughs> I am not sure it's the right decision she will make by stepping into the marriage and hoping that love grows. Love does grow. I mean, like, I've been married for a really long time. And, the, and I've had my own fluctuations where I'm, I'm really low and I can go real high. And there are these little things, these little attractions that help keep me going. So if I don't have those little attractions, or no, no matter how big they are, tiny or big if i don't have these attractions then what can i hold on to i mean apart from my kids in the marriage right what can i hold on to in a new marriage i have nothing i have mm. nothing already i'm struggling i'm struggling to to love this guy quote unquote to love this guy <laughs> and i'm not so if i do get into that marriage charlie it's <laughs> gonna be tough yeah honestly I think it's going to be, it's going to be, it's, there will be so much burden on you. You, you. you can't imagine, like Olivia said, this is somebody you're going to see walk out of the bathroom. Tell her, you see how long you fall. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you, <laughs> yeah. And to think of it, to think of it, a few years into the marriage, you start looting. I mean, I just vex already. Already now, I don't like you. I'm trying to. And here you are not staying in shape. And I mean, doing all the wrong things in my book. Charlie, 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 look, if this was my daughter or my sister, I'm going to tell you, sweetheart, I love you so much. And I know this guy is all that you, I mean, the other good things in, in terms of social life, he's stable and everything, and you are 30, but just relax. Hmm. One, responsible marriage is not for you. Two, who knows, the, 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 a better guy is just two months from today. Right, you never know. You never yeah. know. Let me ask you a final question though, Van. Um, how much premium should we place on intimacy, for instance, in marriages, um, such that you would discourage, for instance, your daughter in this case that you just said, um, from marrying, going ahead to marry a guy if she wasn't attracted to him at all? Um, rephrase the question. So I'm saying, how, I think there was a little conflict. In, yeah. in the grand scheme of things, how right. important is intimacy when you get married, such that you're advising this young lady that if she's not attracted to this guy at all, it's a no-go area. In your books, how important right. is intimacy? Intimacy in my book is it's it's nine over ten. Nobody gets ten over ten. 
So for me, it's nine over 10. Mm. Mm. So because even in marriage, let's just put my daughter issue or this lady issue on pause for a second. In marriage and um, in, in, in my situation, Olivia, why are you smiling like that? <laughs> in my situation, or in, in, in married in married couple situation, if, if there is ever a time where a couple cannot get intimate, and by intimacy I don't mean um, um, uh, culminating into sex necessarily, but if you can't be intimate with yourselves, surely there's a problem. And uh, both of you don't, nobody needs to tell you that. You, you know there is something wrong. Either she's angry with you, you're angry with her. There's, there's something wrong somewhere. So we're not talking, we're not touching, no hugs, no kisses. And obviously the ladies know how to punish when it comes to no sex. <laughs> it's, they, they, they're just super at it, okay? So for me, intimacy, it's nine over 10. So coming back to my this lady's situation, I put a lot of premium on it. And I will not tell her, um, engage in pre premarital sex to see if perhaps this guy uh he could be really good in bed and every other thing could just vanish you know what i'm saying mm. i, I wouldn't i would not say that so i as much as i put a lot of premium on on intimacy and in her situation if she cannot be intimate with this guy then obviously in my books it's not going to work Okay, great. Well, um, a couple of your messages have come through, and this one's from Seo who says, I think you're not allowing yourself to love him or feel attracted towards him. Uh, there must be something, just something about him that can cause that ignition. So just allow yourself, because you be tuned, because you tune your mind that you don't love him, so the thing, nah, no go drop. Uh, my dear, allow yourself. Let's see if it's really not working. Give it a chance. Kwame says, unrequited love is very painful and may even develop to hatred. What if you marry him, then you meet someone you have such an affinity for and vice versa? Anytime you see your husband or hear his voice or see his incoming call, Seth, you go vex. However, when that other person's call is coming on, joy will fill your heart and you will beam with smiles. Where a person's heart is, is where the person's treasure is. And a final message from Wilson says, you've known him for eight years, but you weren't in a relationship with him. I guess that's the difference. When you get closer to him, have more communication or interactions and do things in common, the love will develop. We'll go for a quick commercial break. When we return, we get into our next email we received on the show today. Don't go anywhere. And you're welcome back to Sister Sister on City TV and 97.3 City FM. Remember, your comments are welcome on 054-998-6996. Let's hear from you. You can send an email to jessica at cityfmonline.com. I'm in studio with Tina. Olivia is virtually joining us as well as movie actor Van Vicker. Um, let's go into our next story for today. And here it is. Hi sisters, my name is Na and I'm 25. I met a guy somewhere last year who wanted to date me. I wasn't interested in any relationship at the time because I was still on attachment and needed to focus. After a while, I agreed to his proposal. He invited me over to his place one day and forced me to have sex with him. I felt so disappointed in myself and in him because I never expected that of him. Along the line, I discovered I was pregnant. It scared me because that was not how I wanted things to go. I mustered the courage to inform my family, who were very disappointed in me. My dad invited my boyfriend over, and we spoke for what seemed like hours. He finally agreed to marry me, and we set the date for the marriage ceremony, which took place December last year. Now I'm facing problems in my matrimonial home. My husband is cheating on me with his ex-girlfriend. Before we got married, he left his phone with me one time and I went through his Facebook and WhatsApp chats. I was shocked at the things I saw. Not only is he still seeing his ex, but he's toasting other ladies online too. 
I took a screenshot of everything and I questioned him when he got back, but he denied. After our marriage, I created a Facebook account using pictures of my best friend. He asked for my number the very first day I sent him a friend request. He told me he's married and loves his wife, but he likes me and thinks I'm beautiful. I've switched numbers on WhatsApp and I'm chatting with him, but he doesn't know it's me. He thinks it's the lady he just met on Facebook. During our chats, I was shocked at the sweet words a married man was showering on me. I told him to send me a picture of his wife, but he didn't send my picture. Rather, he sent me a picture of his ex-girlfriend. He captioned it, That is my wife, in capital letters. <laughs> I wept bitterly. Sisters, as I speak, he doesn't eat my meals. He sleeps in the living room and we don't even talk. He's also filing for a divorce after being married to me for only five months. I'm carrying his child, but I feel I've been living with a stranger, womanizer and pretender all this while. Please, what should I do? Wow, a uh, pretty difficult situation to find yourself in, I must admit. Too many, there are too many things <laughs> in this story. But um, Olivia, let me, let me come to you first um, on this one. Where do we begin from? I know, right? I know. It's very sad. I mean, I could bash the guy all I want, but Charlie, <laughs> like everything he did was so wrong. Raping her, um, forcing her to having sex, which is literally rape. I'm saying the same thing again. But he was, he, he was the worst thing that ever happened to you. And um, it's, sometimes it's sad because... Uh, I, I don't understand how uh, our culture sort of sometimes pushes us into bitches. Do you see what I mean? Because society demands that, you know, it's as though um, it's disgraceful. You know, she's pregnant. She didn't get married from her family's point of view. Okay, she's gotten pregnant. So what's the honorable thing to do? But however it is, the guy raped you. Do you see what I mean? So the fact that... Um, you had to almost force yourself into marrying him for me was a no-no. Well, then again, so I can't quite blame your parents. I can't quite blame you, but the guy is a lunatic. I'm sorry, but he is. He never loved you. He just wanted to get into your pants. He did what he did. Now he's been forced to marry you, and he has to live with you, and now he's just tormenting you all your life. And it's not going to change. It's not going to get better. You can be on Instagram, you can be on Facebook, you can be wherever. The guy, that's how he is. And it's unfortunate. I, 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 don't, I don't like to uh, condone divorce, but in this case, the fact that you're married to him, the fact that you have a child with him does not warrant the fact that, does not, how should I even put it? Doesn't mean it? That you're that you not obliged yeah. to be in the marriage with him because you're pregnant mm -hmm. okay look at the brighter side yes there was a ceremony that was performed yes okay now everybody knows that you're married at least it's just five months down the line if he's serving you divorce papers my dear take it sign it and 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 just get your parents involved in all of this both parties because at the end of the day he has to take care of the child you know he it, it was his mistake that unfortunately he had to carry so definitely he should take up his responsibility for the child, but I will not encourage you to be in a kind in that kind of a marriage. Trust me, I don't see it going anywhere. It's a recipe for disaster. A lot of women go mental. You can find a very young, beautiful, charming lady out there, minding her own business. Life is going okay with her. She's very single. Everything is okay. Until some lunatic comes her way, pre pretends to be in love with her, marries her, and messes her whole life up. Mm. You see, you have a lot of, you know, I have aunties who, you know, they're always talking talking, talking, just because their husbands are stressing them and they're they are getting mental, but they, they are on the edge of, um, you know, getting mad. But they don't know. You can see all these people who walk around looking all good, but, you know, they just talk a lot because things are not going on right. These things, they, they affect you mentally. Mm. My dear, take the divorce papers. It is what it is. You don't want to live the rest of your life with a rapist. You don't, he doesn't love you. 
you don't love him either i don't think you should be in that kind of relationship it is hard it is unfortunate and i'm so sorry that you have to go through that but trust me five months is enough compared to a lifetime of stress of pain my dear, and come and give it to you, give to you. He will infect you with an STD, with all sorts of things. It's a recipe for disaster. Please get out of there and get out of there fast. Mm. Van, do you agree with Olivia when she says it's a recipe for disaster? Are you there, Van? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Abs absolutely, I agree. Okay, so, so what are you thinking? I mean, <laughs> this issue of people being pushed to get married, for instance, just because uh, wh the woman is pregnant, um, the issue of forcibly having sex with her. I mean, let's, let's touch on all the other things. Let me, let me hear what your thoughts are generally. So um, unequivocally, I agree with Olivia. It, it's a recipe to walk in. I mean, good thing. Let's start from the bottom up. Good thing is, the guy wants to give you a divorce. Take it. Do not even think about it. If he is asking for a divorce, he has saved your conscience. Because I know the lady is struggling um, whether she should divorce him or not. I've got a child with him who just got married and, and, and whatever else. But he's saving you the trauma, believe me, he is saving you in another sense. If he's asking for a divorce, just take it. And 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 don't even think twice. So so touching on on him raping her, I let me put myself in that fatherly role again. If my daughter came to me and told me a similar scenario. <laughs> First thing is, yes, he did, he did rape her, clearly. Now, why would I want my daughter, or why would, let me use the word force, why would I force my daughter into marrying a guy who raped her? Mm. But then the, the, I'm, I'm, I'm not ignoring the other sides of the situation, where, of course, she's... Uh, if she does give birth, eventually she will. And we'll be looking at a derivative of this guy in our face. He's going to be with us every day, more or less. We'll be seeing him. All these are not ignored. However, there is always a lesser problem to the bigger picture. Hmm. So if I'm seeing my daughter living with a guy who raped her, who is flirting on the internet, who is sending pictures of his ex-girlfriend as his wife and, and whatever else that he does. For me, that's a bigger picture and the longevity to that. For me, it's, it's so much greater for my daughter to face. I think it's easier for her and her family, which is my side, to cope with looking at this mini-me of this guy and trying to, re trying to groom him into something we prefer. Mm. I can live with that. Right. I will let my daughter go ahead, give birth. We can live with this little little guy, but that older dude, it's a, it's, it's a bigger, longer problem to deal with than this little one. Right. So up front, if he raped her, I'm not gonna force them to get married. Right. I mean, it's 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 clear. Did the parents not see that she was raped? Did she not say it? Obviously, she did, because she said he forced her. And and, and then, then you force her the second time to get married. She was forced forced sexually. Then you forced her again into marrying. What what question? This lady. Do we know any of us? Do we know if? Um, she wanted to get married or she was forced because that wasn't in an narrative. So, the, the, yeah, the only thing they said was um, the gentleman came to look at, you know, see her father for a long period of time right. after which they agreed. Right. Yeah. So perhaps she eventually agreed uh, to it. Maybe she didn't because of the pregnancy. She, right. she followed suit. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. But Charlie, for me, I can live with that little boy and, 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 and have my mind 
goes through that little issue than dealing with that other guy. Because Charlie, when I'm home, I'm gonna be thinking about my daughter. Man, mm, mm, Charlie, mm. I mean, <laughs> look, uh, those people who have, a single person, when you have your first child, be it in or outside marriage, especially mothers, your, your inside changes. You have the, 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 the kind of, I don't know if the right word is metabolism, the kind <laughs> of things your body goes through mm. after childbirth is amazing. The feeling, I, I carried my kids uh, when they cried at night and when they were really babies. And, and that kind of bonding and, and things that I got, even now, then imagine me trying to comprehend a guy forcing her and then she's living with that dude. I mean, I can't take it though. Hmm. I can't take it. <laughs> so, Tali, it's, and, and, and I think parents should stop doing that. Olivia said something earlier. She said, we, we're in 2020, we're in a digital age. And Charlie, if it means we go and ask the computer, let's go and ask the computer. And I'm sure the computer will say, don't do it. For real. <laughs> so let's, let, let, let's not force our kids, our daughters in such situations. Right. I mean, culture, I get it. We, we hold our culture in high esteem. It, it's who we are. But Charlie, some things must change. Right. I can't help but agree. Okay, let's come in studio. I mean, Tina's here. They've said a lot. Mm -hmm. Let's also, if you don't mind, look at the whole aspect of, you know how they say, mm. right? She could have probably not gone through his phone to start with, to mm. generate this whole suspicion mm. and all the matters that ensued afterwards. Let's talk a little bit about privacy mm. when it comes to people in marriage and then you can address any other issue you'd like okay so if you've been watching watching the show probably people will know that i always say that don't go through your partner's phone your phone is your phone my phone is my phone um, if i let you go through my phone then that's fine but i don't think that um a phone should should phones cause too many problems mm. And I think that you should just, you know, stay away from, from going through your partner's phone because sometimes you misinterpret what you see and you put yourself through so much pain. Um, and misinterpretation also causes you heartbreaks sometimes. So please, um, as much as it's possible and as much as it's in your power, don't go fishing because um, so when you go looking for trouble You'll you find will it. find one yeah. um i can understand that she felt insecure she's feeling insecure and she's she's looking for like an affirmation of her feeling like am i right or am i just um suspicious just cause so let me just look for evidence to back the way I feel. And so that is what maybe prompted her to, to pick up the phone when she got the opportunity to. So um, I feel like um, the, way, the way everything is happening and the way she's feeling, it pushed her to pick up the phone and actually verify. Mm. But for her to go the extra mile to create a Facebook account and start a whole chat and everything. You know, that is where I bring what um, uh, Olivia was saying. It's borderline uh, mental um, um, state mm. because the person is driving you crazy. And so you want to do everything to make sure that you have nailed the person to the ground. But to what end? What are you looking mm. for? You've already gotten evidence that the guy is cheating. Right. Why do you want to take yourself through that pain? Um, this is what I would say. Um, you haven't even given birth. You're five months into the pregnancy, or I, I mean five months into marriage, but I don't know at what stage of the pregnancy you are. Maybe you're, 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 you're in your final stages. What I would say is that you should concentrate on the pregnancy because pregnancy is hard enough. 
you know, to now put yourself through um, um, detective mode, you know, trying to pin down this guy. And he's asked for a, a, a divorce. Unfortunately for a divorce, you won't be granted immediately. Mm. Because they will now, so it's a whole journey. Even though he has asked for a divorce, he, they will now say you should go and look for ways of, you know, patching up, patching up and mm -hmm. all that. I mean, it may take you two years or even six years or whatever. But you know now that you do not want to stay in that marriage because it's an abusive one. The guy was literally forced to marry you because he finally agreed. Mm. It wasn't like he he willingly came out to say that, okay, now that I have put you in a family way, then I, I want to marry you. The guy agreed. Mm. So if he has come forward and he's actually claiming his ex-girlfriend as his wife, you understand? <laughs> that's, so that's, that's, originally, that's what kills me. <laughs> so originally, the guy's girlfriend is his ex-girlfriend now. Mm. And he, he actually wants to continue with her, acknowledges her in public or to other people. So he, 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 even though he even loves this woman, he will still cheat on a woman he loves. <laughs> How much more you that he doesn't love? I feel you. So please, concentrate on your pregnancy. Love yourself. Take your baby and walk. I think um, whatever will happen, maybe you should separate so that you have evidence that you guys don't live together. You don't have anything to do with each other. And then the court can grant you that divorce that he's looking for. But definitely, don't hurt yourself. The guy doesn't love you. And he actually hurt you by raping you and putting your life... Like, he just scattered <laughs> everything. And you don't want to be this way. Please don't continue fishing for information as well because it will hurt your sanity. Mm. It will hurt you. I agree. You know? I agree. I mean, for me, this is a non-starter. Mm. The guy's asking for divorce. Give it to him. Mm. Grant it. Quick. <laughs> Fine. Bring it so I can witness it. <laughs> no, like, serious. I don't even get why this is like a whole conversation. Maybe you need confirmation. Yeah. But as you, all, you heard all of us say, this is not for you. Mm. This is not even healthy for the, your unborn child. All right, so, so get out, get your sanity, move on. You'll find someone who will love you for who you are. We'll go for a quick commercial break. When we return, another um, email. We'll address it shortly. All right, and welcome back to Sister Sister on City TV and 97.3 City FM. Remember, uh, you can interact with us on the show. Our WhatsApp number, 054-998-6996. Send a quick email to jessica at cityfmonline.com. If you have a question that you like to be addressed on the show, we'll be more than happy to do that as well. Like our Facebook page at Sister Sister Live. We're going to our next message, and it says, Hello, sisters. A year ago, my boyfriend of about two years broke up with me. I loved him, and the breakup has been the hardest thing that I've had to deal with. I'm trying so hard to move on, and on most days, I'm perfectly fine. However, there are times when the pain, hurt, and resentment all come rushing back, and all I want to do is hurt him just as much as he hurt me. I'm still so broken, and the thought of him with another girl is just too much for me to bear. Also, on the days that I'm down, I don't even have anyone to talk to. I just deal with the pain all by myself. I want to move on. I want to forget. And most importantly, I want to forgive him. But I resent him for hurting me when, there's nothing, when I was nothing but faithful and loyal to him. Help me. I need your advice. Okay. And I can imagine... I mean, Charlie, some of the heartbreaks, man, they're just savage. I mean, he probably just up and left, probably even broke up with you with a text message. Mm. Charlie, I mean, <laughs> I can really imagine it. Van, let me come straight to you. I mean, if, say, your family member, good friend, you know, was heartbroken from a relationship and was struggling, obviously, what kind of advice would you offer someone like that? Well, it's, it's obvious the guy has moved on. 
uh, is possibly in another relationship. So, and, and, and I, I know these things are tough. Um, matters of the heart, you, you can't really determine. It's, it can go the opposite way. And I remember uh, a while back, my pastor was saying, uh, he did advise a lady um, not to marry a particular guy. And he gave, he gave her all the reasons. And, 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 and four months later, they got married. Now, he, the pastor, wondering what are the things that that lady has told the husband that he, the pastor, has once said against him. <laughs> it's a thought every time you see that, you're like, oh, God, what is this guy thinking about me? You know? So I'm just saying, with, with matters of the heart, you can't really tell how things will end up. We can say all we want to say. At the end of the day, it boils down to that individual and, and, and what they're thinking and how they feel. Now, this lady, the guy, the guy is gone. You want to hurt him back. You want to forgive him. Too many things running through your mind. If you're not careful, you're going to go crazy. And that is one lane you don't want to step on. So as much as it's really tough to move on, I will tell you, take it one step at a time. Mm. One step at a time. Get talking to somebody else. Be in, in, in another guy's company. Somebody who, who likes you. You know, for the heck of it. You know, I'm, I'm sure ladies, you ladies know guys who like you, who are wooing you. For no reason, it's not like you're going to give in. Or you, you just play along. For the heck of it. Many times, you ladies do that. And it's not like you intend to really lead him, him on. But hey, he's saying nice things. So yeah, I like it. Big deal. It's not doesn't mean I want to end up in his bed. You know, so she should try and find somebody, guys who like it, just be around them. To forget about the other dude. Get your life back together. Uh, Charlie, it's 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 the going crazy takes this much. Staying sane takes that much. She should see it from that way. It's easier and quicker to crazy over this thing than to stay sane. It takes a lot more effort. So she should put more effort. And, and don't don't look at the guy's pictures. I mean, if you see him in town, coincidentally walk the other way just build yourself together and, and, and for me the, re, the end result is what is critical I would want this lady to build herself so much that that dude whenever he sees her he will regret it. so let her see it from that angle okay that I'm gonna build myself up I'm gonna I'm gonna forgive him I will forgive him I will not hurt him back but whenever he sees me, you've seen these videos on Instagram where people are dancing some crazy dance and say, when I'm at my ex uh, wedding, <laughs> knowing that I'm better than the guy. You know, all those crazy things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let her, let her work with that mindset, with that orientation. Okay. That she can get better and he is not worth her. Right. All right, Tina, let me come to you in studio. Um, okay. How, how would you get over a heartbreak? Well, I agree with um, Van. Um, she, she needs to work on herself a bit. The thing is that it's crazy, crazy, crazy. When you love somebody so much and you don't see it coming, you don't see it coming and then you just get like a heartbreak. And your life revolves around the person. So once the person is gone, you don't know what to do with your life. Mm. Um, you probably cut off your friends and you did so many things and your, your everyday, day-to-day -day life is if it's not Jessica, it's nobody else. Mm. Um, so I came to work, Jessica. I went home, Jessica. I did Jessica. So <laughs> Jessica is my world. Right. So if um, Jessica is not there now, what do I do now? I don't have anybody to go to. I don't have anybody to talk to. Right. And that is where the problem is. When we get people that we relate with, when we talk to people or when we start, you know, dating other people, we shouldn't cut off our friends. Yeah. We shouldn't cut off the rest of, the, of society or family. Because you know what? Even though this person becomes the center of your world, people, other people exist. Right. And life goes on. 
and and um, things happen and when they do you should have like a backbone or a support where you can still continue life mm. so this is what I'll tell you um, there's a fundamental problem you don't have anybody by you make it a point to you know beef up your support system ie relate better to your family get more friends do things you love you know try new things and then you know you can move on and forgiving forgiving somebody is very difficult but it's good therapy mm. so mm. you should mm. super stuff there olivia you have the final word before we call it a day okay um i mean van tina they said it all in a nutshell, um, what I think of all the things, what really bothered me was the fact that you didn't have anybody to talk to. Because usually talking about however you're, whatever you're going through really helps a lot. That's why, I mean, people, I mean, speak to shrinks and, and, and stuff. But it's always good to have somebody to talk to. But um, like Tina also said, you know, you've probably burnt a few bridges. Therefore, you know, going back might be hard. You can probably start off by, I mean, if you're somebody who loves to write and you like to be on your own, you can, you know, just write however you're feeling. Because whatever it is, this anger, this rage that you're feeling inside needs to be channeled in a positive way. And you need to move on. Trust me. Um, um, it's hard. I know that it's hard, but you need to move on. You need to forgive. And forgiveness is usually not about the other person, like they always say. It's about you. And how about look at it? It's hard right now. You can't see your way forward or you can't see your way clear, but start from somewhere. Okay, how about, okay, all this has happened. How do I move on in my next relationship? And please, mind you, not all men are like that. It is hard to see that now. But not all men are like that, or not all relationships must end like that. But um, get involved in things that will get you distracted. Listen to really good music, something that will lift up your spirit. You can paint, you can draw, you can travel, you can do things that you wouldn't normally do. And try as much as possible to go out there and start making new connections. Well, now that COVID-19 is here, not quite the time, but after everything is said and done, you know, but I think this is also a good time for you to sit back, reflect. Don't jump into a quick relationship because you're you're looking for somebody. But just sit back, reflect. It's okay to be single, you know, for a while. It's okay to, to just do you. Have me time whereby you take yourself out. You enjoy your time. You can even save up and start traveling the world. It will amaze you. But not even the world. You can start with a car. You can okay. start in Ghana. But right. I made you how how you will go. But by all means, please, you'll 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 be okay. You'll be fine. All right. Thank you very much, Olivia. And unfortunately, we're out of time. But this is how I see it: bearing a grudge is like letting someone live rent-free in your house. Think about that. Van, thank you so much for your time. Olivia, Tina, guys, really appreciate it. Um, and for those of you who sent us messages as well, we totally appreciate it. You can once again find us on social media, like our page, send us a DM, and you, your story at least, will feature on the show in a subsequent episode. My name is Jessica. Thank you so much for watching, and bye-bye.